Hey, this is Mariela from The Functional Company. So today I want to talk about protein. We've talked about uh, carbohydrates and we've talked about fats. And now I want to talk about uh, a little bit more about protein. So uh, one of the fundamental things to understand about protein is that it is basically like the raw materials that our body needs in order to create new tissue, right? So it's, it's a building block of the body. And proteins are made up of amino acids. Amino acids are the building blocks of proteins. So you'll find proteins all over the body and you'll get proteins from different foods. Now there are foods that have more concentrations of proteins than others. Like animal meat will have more protein usually than other than plant protein and things like that. But uh, the main thing to know is that you're going to find kind of like different profiles of amino acids in different things. Like if you eat a chicken breast, it's going to have a different profile of amino acids, like different types of amino acids that your body needs and can benefit from than if you eat uh, like chicken skin, for example. If you had bone soup, that's going to have a different profile of or different type of amino acids than if you <clears throat> had quinoa. So, you know, uh, a good thing would be to get a variety of different foods that have proteins in them. But one of the important things to kind of just think with as a basic fundamental is that proteins are the building blocks for the body. It's the raw materials that your body's gonna need. Carbohydrates can be looked at more as a source of fuel for the body, something that your body will use in order to create energy. And, uh, and fat is also more of a fuel system for the body. Whereas protein is actually the raw materials that your body needs. So, uh, you know, as I've mentioned before, it's much better to have, uh, you know, your body work on fat for fuel and to eat higher amounts of fat. Let your body burn fat, use fat for fuel versus carbohydrates because it's not a steady source of fuel <clears throat> and it can mess up our blood sugar. It can cause other problems because it stimulates too much insulin, the carbohydrates. Doesn't mean that carbohydrates are bad. It just means that we can definitely overdo them and we have to watch the quality and the quantity of them in order to maintain our health, right? So, but if you think of, of fats and carbohydrates more of fuel systems, then proteins are actually like the building blocks, the raw materials that your body needs. So one of the things that happens, and I'll, I'll do another podcast in a little bit more detail because I get a lot of questions about vegans. What about vegans, uh, veganism and all this stuff? And I'm like, look, if you're going to be a vegan, you have to be very well studied on how the body works, the essential nutrients your body needs, uh, and what foods you're going to get them from because, well, I'm not going to get right into it too much. I'll, 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 like I said, I'll get into it in, uh, in more in depth in another episode regarding why I don't think being a vegan is a good long-term plan, uh, although I could see some benefits on the short term or as a detox or something like that. But uh, for now, the, the thing that I would mention is that usually a lot of vegans are, are missing enough raw material for the body in order for it to repair itself so they'll lean on vegetables and fruits they'll avoid animal proteins even eggs or dairy which has some kinds of proteins they don't have bone soup they don't have collagen sources they don't have 
uh, enough protein in the body. And what happens over time is that that can mess up their hormones. That could also, you could start to see uh, like brittle nails or brittle hair or more wrinkly skin with long-term vegans, not everyone, but you know, it's kind of a tendency. And the reason for that is because they're missing the, the raw material, the protein, the enough protein source. So it doesn't mean you have to eat tons and tons of protein every day because every person is going to be a little different based on their stature, their, their uh, you know, their, uh, what do you call it? Like their ethnicity, their, just their body mass, uh, and then their goals, right? So it all depends on what their body's dealing with, how much protein they're gonna have, and it's something that each person has to play with. Some people are, are playing with uh, weight loss or, um, different kinds of targets and things that people have they're gonna the t- amount of protein is gonna vary but if you push it way too low and you don't have enough protein you are there is going to be a consequence uh, in the body that is not going to be good which is your body's not going to be rebuilding its tissues it's the skin hair nails digestive tract organ tissues everything is going to be limited and not as efficient in regenerating and in optimizing itself so you just want to make sure not to uh, to avoid under consuming protein right and and then one of the things I would mention one of the reasons why we we have selected collagen as something to sell as a product is is that you know people aren't consuming collagen in their diet their consu- collagen is a type of protein that you can find in the skin and the bones of, of, of animals and if you're eating chicken skin and you're eating bone soup daily or every other day or something like that, or, or fish skin, then you are probably getting some collagen, but the majority of people are eating skinless, boneless chicken breast, or they're not, they don't have the time to cook bone soup uh, you know, every, every other day or something like that. So we're just not getting as much collagen into our body as, we, as our ancestors did. And so what we notice is we're getting wrinklier faster our hair and our nails are not as, uh, you know, as uh, strong and vibrant. And our digestive tract suffers, our joints suffer because of that, because it's got a different amino acid profile than the actual chicken breast or than the actual thigh or just a a piece of steak or something. So those different, uh, you know, if you eat pork and fish and salmon and all these different things, you are getting some good protein sources, plus you're getting some nice fats, animal fats, those are all going to be great. They're going to have some, you know, you're going to have some fat soluble vitamins. You're going to have good, strong cell membranes, good neurons, good brain function, good energy production, but you're still going to need the raw materials for the body. And that comes in the source of uh, protein. Just think with that, if you are vegetarian or vegan, you have to study more about amino acids in general, what they do, where you're getting them from. You have to be very um, targeted in making sure that you're getting protein uh, of a good profile of amino acids as best as you can. It's, and if you're vegan, it's, it's even more important to, to get, be very well studied on, on how the body works and, and what things you have to put there in order to make sure you're not sacrificing long-term health uh, and you really understand what your body needs. So uh, for that, I would just say there's one person I would recommend. She, her name is Denise Minger. She was a vegan for a very long time. She's super well studied. She's not a vegan anymore, but uh, she has really good suggestions, I think, for 
for people who are vegan and uh, she what I like about her she's she's got a great sense of humor and she doesn't invalidate uh, vegans or you know meat eaters or anything she just kind of presents information and lets you come up with your own conclusions about things you know so I like that kind of a thing to help uh, more people uh, so anyway that that's all I want to mention right now just think with the protein thing it's they're the building blocks for the body to rebuild its tissue it's the raw material right and that's what we want to think of get a huge profile different sources and eating, you know, boneless, skinless chicken breast all day, every day uh, is not going to give you all the, the the entire profile that you need. You're going to want to vary the kinds of proteins that you're getting in your diet. And, uh, yeah, so I hope hopefully that is helpful just in terms of thinking with the basics. I'll go more into protein because one of the other questions I get is, like, how much protein should I consume uh, in relation to fat and carbs and things like that? And... You know, we'll, we'll do a little, um, you know, just like a little bit more in-depth presentation on how you could estimate how much protein you would need for yourself based on your goals. Uh, but it is going to be a little bit of a tweaking thing and basically shifting it up and down and figuring out what's right for you. In the end, remember that the thing that, that's going to make the most sense is what makes you feel vibrant, energetic, uh, able to sleep well. You feel like your tissues are regenerating properly. You feel uh, energetic and good hormones, etc. Those are all going to be the good indicators for you that that you're eating sufficient protein, right? So that's what we're looking for in terms of functional health. All right. Hopefully, this information was helpful for you. Go ahead and share it if you if you know somebody who could benefit from it. And uh, thanks so much for tuning in. And I will see you on the flip side.